Streets Monday and Friday. 93.7 WEI-FM and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. Always live on the free Odyssey app. center I mean he is open Hunter Henry and this is just a horrendous throw by Mac Jones I mean this one he's had a couple of this year he wants back but this is going to be right up there wide open Henry and he just misses him as he's moving out final half hour of the Rich Keefe show with Fitzy the uh, horrible interception thrown by Mac Jones yesterday and the Patriots for the last three weeks, we've been asking. Unfortunately, it hasn't been getting any better. The Dallas game was not a one-off. The Saints game was not a oh, back-to-back rough games. It's now been three horrible weeks in a row. And what do you do, Fitzy, when you're a team where the quarterback isn't the quarterback of the future, the coach isn't the coach of the future, mm-hmm. the coach is also the GM, and therefore the GM's not the GM of the future. You have very few parts that you really like on the team what do you do this early in the season? Not only are we as Patriot fans not used to a team not being good, but at least I'm trying to think back to like the nine. Like obviously 92 was different, but then when you got Bledsoe, you're like, all right, you're bad, but you got Bledsoe. Bledsoe's the number one pick in the draft, and Bledsoe's slinging it around, and like this will get better. And then Parcells shows up, and you're like, all right, there we go. We got kind of like something cooking here. Yeah. It's been a really long time since you've been hopeless. 93, they go 5-11 and 11 the yep. first year with Bledsoe, but there were still some fun games, and yeah, he had Bledsoe. the new kid who had a cannon for an arm. Right. He could sling the rock. Second season, there's the famous 70 pass attempts against Minnesota, the comeback win. <laughs> yeah. They go 10-6. and six. They ultimately lose, oddly enough, in the playoffs to Cleveland and Bill Belichick. But you had something. You had something. You had something. Right now, you can't point to me especially with Christian Gonzalez being out, and he is but a cornerback. That that position can influence a game to only a degree, really. Yeah. You can't just go out there every week with 21 other guys but one elite cornerback and tell me that that's how you can win a football game. You can't show me anywhere on either side of the ball this is going to be our path to success if we just do X, Y, and mm-hmm. Z. And, and quite honestly, shame on us for buying into the idea that there would be enough talent out there Shame on these guys for performing the way they have, and shame on everybody that put this together. Like this is yeah. whoever in the building was like that wanted to re- raise their hand and be like, "Hey, coach, uh, I don't, I really don't think we're oh, even course. close to good enough." Yeah, when it gets you know, this they bad, go too. yeah, there's not one. It's not one thing you can point to. There, there's so much. Now, uh, we'll get back to the calls here in one second. The quarterback decisions. Hmm. Not only sticking with Mac Jones, mm-hmm. that's one conversation to be had. And maybe this next conversation is the reason why they're sticking with Mac Jones. So the rest of the QB room, they hate Bailey Zappi. It's very mm-hmm. clear they hate him. They cut him. He didn't get claimed. They couldn't find a viable backup, so they had to bring him back. They now have Will Greer after a quarterback shuffle, but he's obviously not up to speed. So Will Greer is inactive yesterday. Bailey Zappi is the emergency third quarterback. And then Malik Cunningham, who played quarterback a little bit in the preseason, but is mostly a wide receiver on the practice squad, is the backup quarterback in yesterday's game and ran three plays. What 
is hat like I think Mac Jones' job security is the only reason he has it is because like look at the other guys behind him. It's a wide receiver on the practice squad, a guy that doesn't know the playbook, and a guy they hate. Yeah, and the real the, the great tell for the Raiders was uh, reports had it that Malik Cunningham took no warm up snaps at quarterback before the game yesterday. He was like returning kicks. And that was the backup quarterback. Here's the backup. I almost spit my beer out when, like, Tracy Wolfson's like, yeah, Mac Jones has been benched the last two weeks, and let's take a look at what they have today. Malik Cunningham is the backup. Zappy's the emergency third. And Will Greer, who even knows if he got on the plane? So it's like, what on earth is that? So how about, like, I last week I'm like, why don't you just start Bailey Zappy? Like, the Mac Jones thing isn't working. If you want to blame the O-line, you want to blame – his arm, you want to blame his head, we want to blame his confidence, the coach, whatever you want to blame, it ain't him. So let's mm-hmm. see somebody else. And they're like, no, he can only come in if the first two guys get hurt. And Malik Cunningham, who knows how many snaps he's taken or how many balls he's thrown, he's the backup. So, like, what if the game got lopsided? Would we have seen Malik Cunningham for a whole half? And how many sure. plays does he know? Sure, but if he came in late in the third quarter, at least it wasn't a blow. At least it was. Did you did you You're, find yourself at any point saying like I almost wish it was a blowout? I mean, I was hosting the Patriots season ticket member away game viewing party at the stadium yesterday. Oh yeah, we had over two thousand fans show up, candied apples, deck, you know, oh, jugglers, nice. fire pits, free lighthouse <laughs> tours. Is anybody uh, doing magic? I would have been very distraught. I would have gone right over to the card tricks immediately. Yes, there was a guy. There were there were free uh, free Vegas style table games and card tricks. I would see that. I would have been way more into to be honest. But they didn't have the one that was really cool from Hard Knocks that was on the Jets. Like that, uh, well, you had can't that have, that that, that would have been yeah that would have been great. And then me and you know who I and for players I got to who uh, talk I got to? to do a pregame show with Ninkovich Andruzzi. Okay, Nico's always a good chat. Andruzzi's the best. Oh, and Cole Strange. No, you didn't. Cole Strange sat on that stage 20 minutes before kickoff. <laughs> How'd that go? Rich, he looks like he's like the, he's like the size of you if you just decided to go to the gym for a couple weeks. That doesn't make that that doesn't make me feel any better. No, it doesn't make me feel any better. So that's great. At least Cole Strange, you know, first round pick, kinking on the field. At least he had a nice chat with Fitzy on uh, hey, game day. Well, I mean, he, he, he didn't make the trip because he's rehabbing. No, I know. You know at least so he's, hopes you know, he gets back out there next. I mean, it's yeah, just great. Yeah, nice. Certainly, nice. I'm sure all guys. these guys are nice. I'm sure yeah, they're all the nicest guys in the world. Do they any can't good. The play only time ever, The only real laugh anyone had there yesterday. The only joy was when towards the end of the half, the Raiders kicked the field goal to go up thirteen to three. And one half in the bag fan just yelled with 12 seconds left of the clock. Some guy goes, uh oh, you left too much time for Mac. <laughs> That's pretty good. A team that at that point, it had been like 12 <laughs> quarters and they'd scored six points. So oh, wait. Oh, even yeah. better. No, just this, this is fun. I'm going to read it as quick as I can. Go ahead. I wish I could read it like the Micro Machines guy. Here you go. This. Uh, from at the game day NFL on Twitter. All right. Uh, Patriots last 33 offensive drives, including yesterday's game. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Punt, 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 punt. Field goal made. Wow. Downs. Oh. Fumble. Defensive well. touchdown. Punt. Interception. Defensive touchdown. Punt. INT. Punt, punt, punt. Field goal missed. Punt. Interception. Defensive touchdown. Field goal missed. Punt, punt, punt. Fumble. Punt, punt. Interception. Punt. Downs. Punt. Downs. Punt, punt. So they've still allowed more points than they've scored. The offense. Talking about the offense. That's a mess. All right, what do you guys think? Kevin <laughs> Kevin's in Bill Ricca. Kevin, what do you have? Oh my God. Thank you guys for taking my call. Sure. Uh Fitzy, I, 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 that was gonna be part of my call, the Minnesota game with Bledsoe. He had been coached and oh my god. Kevin Turner, the game winning touchdown. It was epic. Yeah. 
Yeah, he had like uh, 600 yards in that game, right? Mm-hmm. And every time he would throw to Ben Coates, there'd be two guys on him, and he'd, you know, obviously he he had a stronger arm than uh, than Mac does. Sure, he even had a stronger arm than uh, Tom did. But all right, let me get to my call. Right. You know, everybody wants to say, you know, get rid of Belichick, blah blah blah. You know, and and everybody said this on every show. Be careful what you wish for. You know, we might be into a 20-year period where we used to laugh at all the other teams in, in, in this uh, division. And the only way I would want to get rid of Belichick, and I get my Jimmys and Johns, it's, it's Jim Harbaugh in, uh, in Michigan. If you can get that guy, yeah. that's the only way I would want to get rid of Belichick. And because, you know, he, he's had success in this league. And, you know, you know, go to Mayo, go to Jim O'Brien, this guy, that guy, this quarterback, that guy. You know, we might be the laughing stock of the uh, AFC East for the next 15, 20 years. Yeah, but, they, but, seven, but Kevin, don't have, they are right now. Doesn't, Robert are. doesn't have that long either. I just think, thanks for the call, the, like, right now they are that. They're the, they're the worst team in the league. So like, you careful what you wish for. You can, like, okay, yeah. maybe it's going to be bad, but you don't know until you try it. Like, I want a new quarterback. And I want a new coach. You could do the new quarterback right now. The new coach, mm, you know, you would just have an interim for the rest of this year anyway. So I don't know if that's a huge benefit. But at least next year you can start. For, you have a full search. You're not going to make the playoffs. So as soon as it's like January 5th or whatever when your season's over, you can do the full court press. You can interview every coordinator in the league. You can interview every college coach in the league. And you can get the best candidate possible. That'll be up to Robert and Jonathan to figure that out. But that's what they need to do. Yes, two things. One, we were on the air together when Robert Kraft released that press statement saying we're going to pursue yeah. an offensive coordinator, a legitimate one. This was the day after we rele- the letter to the season ticket holders was released. And also in that Tuesday night presser at around 7 o'clock, uh, it was also relayed to us that they were going to hold on to Gerard Mayo. But there was the whole, ah, it'll never be like this. You know, mm-hmm. uh, We apologize. We pledge that we're going to do better next year. Yep. And now they are two to three times worse than they were last year, and last year was considered laughably bad and utterly dysfunctional. Two, second point, yep. Rich, this team needs a direction. They are just trying to slap the thing together, mm-hmm. shiplap and flex tape, and spare, spare parts and, and chewing gum. Like it's, They're just doing a lot of the same old, same old, like everything. I want like a new logo. I want new intro music when the team takes <laughs> yeah, the field. Seriously. We need a new coach. Everything. It needs a reef. Like we're talking more than just a fresh coat of paint here. No, it's we need to do a lot of things differently to that. make the team look at feel and play differently. Uh, I would agree with you. Let's go to uh, Mark in Amherst. Uh, what's going on, Mark? Hey, I would say it's wet particle board, not even shiplap. But um, <laughs> the uh, point being, uh, so last week, you know, I, I agree with everything you guys are saying. Last week, I found it interesting. Everybody was talking about Max Crosby coming in. And, you know, I, I happened to notice the Giants and I think the Bengals were looking at Leo Collins. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, we're just kicking the tires. And so this, this might have slipped through the radar, but, like, the Patriots brought in two linebackers. And it got me thinking, like, if all of us who've seen that the offensive line has been horrible this year – what business do the Patriots have bringing in linebackers for a big game like that where the O-line's been the issue? So I guess that tells me just how out of touch the front office is, Bill is, and everything else. And it just makes me wonder, like, the, uh, just in the background, like, how out of touch are they? Like, as far as, 
you know, bringing in guys off the street to like kick the tires that are out there in free agency. I, I don't have access to this, but I'd love to know how many different offensive linemen they brought in over the season versus other positions, knowing that's the most glaring weakness. Um, it, it just speaks to how out of touch uh, the whole system is. And- All right. Thanks Mark for the call. There's, I mean, they bring in a lot of guys every week, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot mm-hmm. of guys that come rolling through. I get your overall point. I mean, this is a glaring need, and it has been. But at the same time, there's been a lot of names they've thrown at it. And I know Lyle Collins has at least had some success in the league. All these other guys they've brought in, they're just, like, throwing darts, hoping for the best. And I, I don't know what their offensive line strategy or philosophy is. A couple of years ago, they had the two highest-paid guards in the NFL when they had Joe Tooney and Shaq Mason Next thing you know, they don't re-sign Tooney. They trade Zach, uh, Shaq Mason for a bag of balls. They draft a guard in the first round. They ignore offensive tackle until, like, the middle or late rounds. Or actually, even then, they're, they're getting, like, interior guys. I don't really know what they're doing up front, and neither do they. No. And if you bring in Lael Collins for half a season now, what good is that going to do? I hate to say it. Like, well, why wouldn't you want to be able to acquire talent if you get the good talent and it wants to cut? Like, no, it's why too would late. you want to go? Why? Unless the Patriots offered him double, which would just be a waste of time, almost right. a slap in our face now, like, oh, you didn't want to pay Orlando Brown or anybody yeah, else, it's... but now you'll pay Collins? No, zero chance. Well, and, and we did multiple shows on this throughout March and April about, all right, what do you want them to do in the draft? What do you want them to do in free agency? And every single person said you either need to draft the tackle in the first round or pay big in free agencies. You can't do both. And so... As soon as we love the Christian Gonzalez trade, the Christian Gonzalez draft pick was great. That's like the one thing they got right, but then they ignored it in free agency. They ignored it in the early rounds of the draft, and they're now uh, getting uh, seeing the repercussions of that. All right, we're going to rip through the NFL week six a little. What happened? Coming up next year on the Rich Keefe Show, but right now here is Stiz with What's Trending. Now, here's What's Trending on WEEI. Trending now, brought to you by FindMassMoney.com. We'll start with some good news. The Bruins are undefeated. They're now 2-0 after beating the Predators 3-2 over the weekend. They'll be back in action Thursday night when they'll head to San Jose to take on the Sharks. Puck drop at 10-30. Only two more preseason games for the Celtics before their regular season starts. Tomorrow night, they'll host the Knicks. Thursday, they are in Charlotte to take on the Hornets. Jeff Van Gundy was in the Celtics practice facility today. The team hired the veteran NBA coach over the weekend as a senior consultant for the upcoming season. Sources say Van Gundy will be working under basketball operations and splitting his time between Boston and Maine, Boston's G League affiliate. Your New England Patriots are now 1-5 after losing to the Raiders yesterday, 21-17. Mac Jones completed 24 of 33 passes, threw for 200 yards, no touchdowns, and one interception. The Pats will now get ready to host the Bills on Sunday, kickoff at 1 p.m. And some Monday night football tonight as the 2-2 Chargers will host the 3-2 Cowboys at SoFi Stadium, kickoff at 8-15. Don't forget, you can catch that game right here on WEEI. Coverage starts in just about 15 minutes at 7.30. Again, trending brought to you by FindMassMoney.com. FindMassMoney wants to help you enjoy the football season by helping you find money you didn't know you had. Go take a look. They're constantly updating the list. FindMassMoney.gov. It's fast. It's easy. It's free. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More Rich Keefe Show coming up. It's the Rich Keefe Show on WEEI. Boston's Sports Original. Didn't catch all the Sunday Funday football action? Well, the Rich Keefe Show is here to tell you. What happened? This week in the NFL. 
Oh, week six in the NFL, Fitzy. And uh, what a week for defense, as it turns out. A lot of defense overall. But let's start out. Uh, let's start with a game that actually had some offense. Let's go to uh, Dolphins and Panthers. What happened? Two a third and six. He's 12 of 16. Lamb the ball. Oh, he's got him. He's got him. Tyreek Hill continuing his crazy season, 163 yards and a touchdown. Raheem Mostert had over 100 yards on the ground, three total touchdowns, two or through three touchdowns. And uh, the Dolphins were down 14 zip after mm-hmm. the first quarter. They scored 21 in the second quarter and then didn't look back. They are now 5-1 and one and sitting atop the AFC East. A real quick legitimate question, Rich. I know we've talked about alternative MVP candidates this year in the NFL, McCaffrey, Brock Purdy, etc. When will 42 receptions, 814 yards, and six touchdowns through six games with 11 to still go merit Tyreek Hill legitimate MVP consideration? Because I think he deserves it. I do too. And this will be the real test too where I think people are going to vote for Tua. But if you're really like, who's better? Who's better at what they do? Who's elevating the other? I think Tyreek Hill... As bad of a human as he is, is an incredible football player. All right, let's go to the next game. Stay in the AFC East. Jets versus the, at the time, undefeated Eagles. Hey, what happened? Hurts facing a four-man rush over the middle. It's intercepted. Picked off by Tony Adams. Adams on the run. Breaking tackles. Tossed down inside the 10. The Eagles were up two, just under two, and Hurts on third down just kind of heaves it up there, throws a pick. The Eagles, or I'm sorry, the Jets are able to go down and score and get the two-point conversion. And the uh, Philadelphia Eagles no longer unbeaten, and a Zach Wilson-led Jets, although it was very much their defense, beat Philly 20-14. to New York now 3-3 three and three on the year. They could easily crawl back into the wild card race. Yep. And they win against an undefeated team. No DJ Reed, no Sauce Gardner. No problem. Yeah, pretty uh, pretty crazy what's going on there. All right, on uh, Sunday Night Football, you had the Buffalo Bills and the New York Giants, and it all came down to this. Hey, what happened? It happened in the first half. The game's final play. Taylor over the top to Waller. Can't bring it in. Taron Johnson defends. What an ugly game. Bills don't even score until the fourth quarter. Final score, 14-9. to Bills were 15-point favorites going into this one. Giants, like the Patriots, are 1-5. You can make a strong case that they are the worst team in the NFL. Two botched goal line situations at the mm-hmm. end of the first half and the end of the second half as well. couple penalties that could have been called. The referees got kind of yep. picky-choosy with when they decided to let them play like big boys and when they decided to throw the laundry. Mm-hmm. All right, we got Ravens and Titans. <laughs> Lamar dancing around. Flings it to Flores. Touchdown. How about that? First touchdown of Zay Flowers' career. Ravens in the uh, London game beat the Titans 24-16. Ryan Tannehill hurt in this one. They got the bye week coming up, does Tennessee, but they could be without Tannehill for a little bit. Not that they're a big factor, but we'll see who uh, who they decide to replace Tannehill for a bit. Meanwhile, Ravens get to 4-2. and two. Highlight of the season for the Titans will be Mike Vrabel coming up this Saturday to get his Patriots Hall of Fame induction. <laughs> yep, yep.
All right, Colts and Jaguars. What happened? Game, so Indy hoping that's not a bad omen here. This is Etienne. He's got some daylight. Etienne breaking free. He's going to score. And just like that, Jacksonville catches in. Little wildcat action for Travis Etienne, who had two touchdowns on the ground. Jaguars win 37 20. Your guy Gardner Minshew, three picks in the loss. Colts are three and three. Jaguars improved to four and two. Yeah, my guy Minshew, the book yeah. is out. He's he he's where he belongs. All right, what about the Bengals and the Seahawks? What happened? First and goal from the seven. Smith. Spin. Smith is dumped back at the 20-yard line. Hendrickson and Hubbard. Yeah, the Bengals offense didn't have it going in this one, but their defense was great. A big sack there late in the game as the Seahawks were down four, had the ball uh, right on the goal line, and a uh, big sack by Trey mm-hmm. Hendrickson. And uh, Bengals, despite a slow start to the year, they're back to 500 now, 3-3. Three and three. Yeah, uh, it was 7 nothing Seahawks early, and then they only yep. get six points the rest of the game. I thought there would have been more points scored in that game. No, but again, like real you said, low scoring. big D week six, yep. and just a very wonky 2023 season. All right, we had two undefeated teams going into the weekend. You had the Philadelphia Eagles, who lost to the uh, the Jets. You also had the San Francisco 49ers in a back-and-forth game with the Browns, who were playing without Deshaun Watson. It was P.J. Walker in there. 49ers trailing they have a chance to win the game though with a field goal what happened Moody. No good. missed it i can't believe jake moody the big kicker from michigan rookie 41 they it made dovetails to the right at the end yeah. i know that now that was kind of a very uh simple call right less is more kind of call what did it sound like, though, on the old Spanish television? El saque vendrá en camino de 42 yardas el intento para la victoria para Jake Moody. La patada con distancia. Y sin dirección. Jake Moody acaba de dejar el invicto en el terreno de juego. El reloj todavía dice 6 segundos. La patada abierta por la derecha. Wide right. <laughs> y los Browns de Cleveland van a ganar el encuentro 19 a 17. <laughs> Incredible. What a call. The They're first one was like somewhere else. Up. No good. <laughs> like, it's like four words on the English call. Cleveland tried to get rid of the game, throw the game away with P.J. Walker multiple times, but just wasn't meant to be. Yeah. Do you understand that Cleveland is only giving up 200 yards per game? Uh, yeah, it's crazy. Their defense, Their defense is, is, is tough. And so the Niners and the Eagles both lose. You also had the uh, the Texans over the Saints. Commanders beat the Falcons. You had the Vikings and Bears, two bad teams in the AFC North. Vikings with the win there. Lions beat the Bucks. Uh, and the Rams, Cooper Cup had a touchdown, and they beat the Cardinals. But, yeah, kind of a low-scoring state of affairs. You got Cowboys, Chargers. To end uh, week six here tonight, coming up in just a moment. Fitzy, a pleasure. We'll talk to you on Wednesday. See you Wednesday night for a full tanger, big guy. All right, Stiz, as well. And uh, that'll do it for the Rich Keefe Show. Enjoy the rest of your Monday night, including Cowboys and Chargers here on WEEI. And we will talk to you tomorrow night at 6.